Welcome and thanks for tuning in. While you listen to this podcast and think about the topics that we'll explore, remember, the areas you're moving into are always most important. Plan well and move to protect others and yourself. That's how you deliver flawless service and move America safely. So enjoy life and enjoy this podcast. Welcome to Keeping It Real. I'm Mike. Russ, how you doing today? Doing wonderful. How are you, mate? Fantastic. Travis, everything I'm going good? good, yes. How's the week going for you guys, Russ? It's going good. So far? So far, so good, yeah. Travis? A little cold outside, but other than that... Did you see that nasty stuff we got out there this, today? Oh, yeah. It's white. Yeah, I wore my gloves and my scarf. It's too, too... Winter jacket. I'd like to say it's too early, but it's actually probably should have already been here by now. Well, let's yeah. get it Let's get it started and get done with, right? <laughs> get it's it the middle of with. November, you know. So. You would think. I think we had a lot more than this last year by now. Yeah, by now we did, yeah. yeah. Um, what, what have we got going on this week? Um, Anything exciting? Not much exciting right now. Okay. Travis? Anything same old, same old, same old stuff. The most exciting part is I'm back for another eight days. Yeah, yeah, that's the most exciting part of the day, and the best part is Romans leaving for another six days. Oh, so that's another good day. Well, and and that uh, that snow stuff out there. <sighs> I wasn't gonna talk about this. Okay, <laughs> uh, Russ, who do we have with us today? We have Mason Gutenberger, right? Gutenberger. Did I say that right? You're close. close. You're kin to, uh, who's the actor? Uh, remember Steve Gutenberg? Is that close to you? I guess that's a whole different last name, right? A whole different last name. It's a T versus a K. <laughs> yeah, you got a K in there. Welcome to Georgia. We can't spell, read. <laughs> what do you do, man? I'm sorry. But you can play football. That's true better than the Packers, for mm-hmm. sure. But you got that same G, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, you guys kind of stole it from us, I believe, right? Would make sense. <laughs> I think we were first, aren't we? You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the Packers... That's- yeah. Well, you guys stole our quarterback. You know, that's where where the famous Brett Favre come yeah. was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he liked that G, huh? He wasn't born from in Georgia. He's from Louisiana, I believe it is. But he, he was drafted to the Falcons, yeah. and then he wound up moving over to the Packers, which that made him who he is today. You know? Was it Domikowski he replaced? I think so, yeah. yeah. And then he got re- replaced by the famous Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. you know. Because I remember when Brett, he couldn't decide if he wanted to retire or not. He kept retiring, coming back, retiring. I think he just didn't want to do spring training. I think that's like a superstar thing. <laughs> Mike, didn't Michael Jordan? You know, yeah, he, what, he wanted to be stuff. a baseball player, right? Yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah, that back. wasn't too good. Number yeah. 45 at the Bulls. <laughs> well, <laughs> there really wasn't a whole lot on It's a Chicago baseball team. You know they let anybody play baseball, right? They can't do hot dogs. They don't know how to prepare them properly. Um, and they can't play baseball. You know, apparently they can't play football either. I mean, I'm just dogging Chicago out today, right, Russ? Russ told me all of this. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> uh, Mason, what do you do for real? I am the manager of customer marketing and engagement. Yeah. How long have you been with us? Uh, three and a half years, going three. on year four here in January. Okay. So what made you decide to come to work for real? 
location and environment. Um, Rail is a really big team environment, and mm-hmm. it's known throughout the community of what they do and kind of who we are, actually. Um, it's a it's actually a goal for a lot of people in the community to work for Rail just because of how nice the company treats its, okay. the employees and the team. Are you from the Marshfield area? I am. I actually grew up in Marshfield and mm-hmm. stayed here and actually went to college here and then actually came to work here. It, I'm trying to put the math on. I mean, I know you guys can't see him out here, but Mason's uh, – He's kind of a fairly young fellow, I can tell. How old are you, Mason? 23. 23. I'm doing the math here. My goodness, man. You pretty much started right out of high school here, right? Uh, Two years out, but yeah. Did you go through college while you were working here? I did. Um, anything exciting coming up for us? Uh, we just wrapped up the United Way campaign. Um, thanks to a lot of the Team Rail members that mm-hmm. we have, both drivers and non-drivers. It mm-hmm. was a great campaign again this year. We had a high target set, $65,000. I think we're somewhere around the fifty-seven to 60000 mark. Um, still rolling in some final numbers, but that mm-hmm. was a good one. Um, then we also have the scholarship application that's coming up and closing here for anyone that's either on Team Rail or related to a Team Rail member. Mm-hmm. Um, that closes on December 1st. You think I'm too old to get in it? Nope, you're not, actually. If you want so you're to any to, age, huh? Any age can go to it. You just have to be either a senior in high school or older going to, for post-secondary education. Russ, there you go. You're missing your opportunity here. Well, I'm gonna apply for it because I'm gonna I'm gonna go to school next fall. Then what are you gonna be? Um, I'm gonna be going to school for video production. So okay, cool. That'll be that'll be something different than what you're doing, right? Well, that'll be a yeah, completely different. I was gonna go to be a model. You think I got a chance? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Well, uh, you could take pictures of him. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be a hit, Russ. Pictures and video. Right? There we go. <laughs> What you think, Macy? You think? Oh, I, I think a, it's a great idea. I've got a foot in. You you can give me a green. Can you go ahead and just flag me for the scholarship right off the bat? Oh, that I can't quite do. That's <laughs> up to the scholarship committee. So all this stuff that's like that's the engagement stuff in your role, right? That you're talking about. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit about uh, the customer side. What what's going on there? Uh, what are you guys up to in that area? So right now we got a lot of, obviously the market's kind of changing and whatnot, so we have a lot of customers coming to us asking for either changes in rate or changes in on-time service expectations. Um, So really just keeping that customer experience up and high is really good, just as important as keeping uh, driver satisfaction up and high. Um, Combining those two together is very important, so I try to work with the customers on trying to um, develop more of the driver relationship with the specific customer. along with the sales team. So we go in and ask how the driver facilities are and we try to kind of make sure that going into that customer's location is a good fit for the driver just because Mm -hmm. if if the drivers obviously don't want to go there, then we don't really want to service that customer because our goal is to make the driver happy to keep our customer happy because we got to have both in the equation for success. You ever get to that point where the customer is just so good to us, you kind of just have to go, we we just got to go. I'm sure you get that. Yep. And we yeah. do have some customers that are like that. Um, mm-hmm. We have nominated some of our customers for awards throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freight Waves has got a good award that um, both our customers nominate us for, and we also nominate some of our, them for. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great – we try to maintain those relationships on the ones that we really build strong. And then we do take the driver feedback that right. they put in on the locations as well and relay that back to the, to the customer too. Mm-hmm. And we have seen them actually start to improve in locations that need the help. So okay. the driver's feedback is actually helping customers. If, if you get a driver driver feedback and you just, I'm sure you guys, it's more than one feedback if you're getting, you know, because some people just 
they're just not happy no matter what you do. But if you get multiple telling you the same thing, how would you go about handling that? Yeah, um, usually depending on how it depends on the location and the customer. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of our customers we do either monthly or quarterly reviews with, in terms of actual like performance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And usually, right now, it, especially with the driver market and the way it is, and keeping the drivers happy, our customers know that. So they usually give us the open door um, to bring those topics up, and we pretty much tell them verbatim of what the drivers are telling us. Mm-hmm. If they don't like going there, we flat out tell the customer that. We can't get drivers to even go to your facility because of how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's important because we want to be, we want to be um, struggling with the word here, but open with our customers. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to stretch the truth, but we also want to make sure that they understand what our drivers are saying. Um, mm-hmm. Just because it does affect how a driver services the customer. If the driver doesn't like going there, that affects their service the whole time that they're thinking about even going there, which could also lead to safety issues too. If a driver doesn't want to go there, they might do something that prevents them from even going. (laughs) Well, you know how it is for us. Whenever you do, you know, something like when your wife's wanting you to do something in the house, you just don't want to do it. You're, you procrastinate, you make it miserable. You drag your feet, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Drag your feet. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I know, I know the industry has changed over the past couple of years, you know, up till, you know, after the pandemic and everything, it, it was kind of a, a, a driver's to haul freight. I mean, we could pick and choose whatever we wanted. And now it's kind of settling back into the way it used to be to where you kind of had to bend a couple of little things to make everybody happy. And I'm sure that's a juggling act. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. Keeping everyone happy is it is a juggling and balancing act. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing that I think we're very good about here on Team Rail. Um, our customers, for the most part, really enjoy the service that they get and the mm-hmm. quality of service that they get. Um, but it's a team effort. Um, mm-hmm. The drivers are obviously, in my mind, the face of the company in front mm-hmm. of the customers. So keeping having a happy driver at the customer is important. And also keeping a happy customer is important mm-hmm. to our customer service team. So when everyone is happy, everything keeps moving forward. Uh, I couldn't imagine. Would you easier like said than done. It, oh, it is easier said than done, but always like go. It? How'd yes. you like that, Russ, having that job? It doesn't sound fun. No. And keeping people happy, I mean, really, it's about uh, respect, right? Yeah. And uh, accommodations and, yeah. And in addition to that, communication is a big thing, especially in our industry. Just like the fleet managers talk to the drivers, they got to have that open um, line of communication. That's the same thing that our customer service teams and our pricing teams and our sales team have with our customers. If we can alert them of something in advance versus mm. them coming to us, it's more of a proactive approach. And when we can all do that, that's even better. So I suppose you guys uh, work a lot at getting customers to see drivers as a critical, you know, very important piece of their production, right? Absolutely. And to treat them and be hospitable to them, right? Absolutely. Uh, we've had, cu- in fact, we actually bring customers into our location sometimes and take tours of the facilities. We take mm-hmm. them up through the driver facilities as well and through the maintenance shop. And in some cases, they actually like even talking to the drivers when they can mm-hmm. and when the opportunity arises. So keeping that that um, idea that the driver is important isn't just a mentality. It's a fact at this mm-hmm. point. Um, and our customers realize that without our driver's um, their freight doesn't move, and moving freight is the entire supply chain industry. Mm-hmm. So, where do you see this? Is, do you see any kind of changes in the future? Are we going more toward a more toward like a local type freight? Or are we do, doing still doing a lot of long hauling? What what kind of freight are we looking for? Um, 
A little bit of everything, um, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. We have done, we're still able to move national freight. Mm-hmm. If we have to, we bounce it from region to region if we can't find a national driver that covers it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do have drivers that want those national miles, and they don't want to be home every night or even once a week. They want to mm-hmm. be out, and they want to be driving. That's yeah. what they enjoy to do. So we really try to find the freight that our customers want to haul. Um, we call it driver-friendly freight. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a pr- an approach we take into our sales tactics and when we actually go talk to our customers. Um, not only is it driver-friendly freight, but is it a driver-friendly customer? Having that that driver moving of what they want not only helps them keep the driver at on team rail, it also keeps the driver in the industry. Is there anything our drivers could do to help your job, make your job easier? Um. <laughs> Loaded question, but I would say the biggest thing is communication. Um, That open line of communication between the driver and the fleet manager and the fleet manager and the customer service team is really what allows everything to go. If that driver's running late and they alert their fleet manager, it allows us to give that customer a little bit of a heads up that, hey, we're running late. Um, Being that proactive side with that customer experience and relationship, Mm -hmm. it it really helps the customer understand what we're doing Mm -hmm. and why. So what I'm hearing is, uh, if a driver wants to be treated a certain way, they got to do the good treatment to the customer in return. Right. And in most cases, that's what we have seen, too. Um, one of our customers in, in the northern part of the country, actually, they redid their entire driver facility after we gave them our driver feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works out nice. They they actually realize that what that driver does is important. And they take approaches just as much as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with the driver pay raises. For us to give driver pay raises, that means we have to charge our customers more. Mm-hmm. And for the customers that are paying that, they truly see the value in having a real transport driver or owner-operator move in their freight, and that's what's important. They they value the driver that we provide and, mm-hmm. the, and the service and quality of service that they provide. Mason, what do you like to do when you're not at work? What does Mason do at home, around the house, vacations, sports, you know? Work. (laughs) Work. (laughs) So try to find those. uh, What do you do in those times that you're not working? Because when I'm not working, I I like to watch the Wisconsin Badgers. I like watching the football games, the basketball games. A lot of the NCAA sports are are fun to watch. That's why I mentioned the Georgia Bulldogs. Move to Georgia. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Maybe move to Georgia, but Georgia's a bit warm in the summertime for me. Yeah, it is. I I lived there for a little while, and you can lose a lot of weight just walking to the car because you're sweating so much, you know. <laughs> you got to put the uh, sweatsuit on. Or yeah, the, you, you know, got to put the, the sweatsuit on. To, yeah. And go for a walk. Yeah. Can you put the old one on, you know, the plastic-looking one? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be laying on the sidewalk. Do they still have them? <laughs> oh, is that yeah. a thing it's still? A thing. Oh, yeah. Mason, you don't need one. I think you can buy them at Walmart. That's how he keeps his uh, You're going to blow away, Mason. (laughs) (laughs) What about the upcoming uh, hockey game? Are you going to that? Mike's going. I'm going to that for sure. Are you going? I actually will be going. Um, I'm actually one of the ones that helped organize the trip, so it should be a fun. We're looking. It'll be a fun activity that we're trying to get as more of a team building, but also a fundraiser that helps support the scholarship program. That's that's my first uh, hockey game I've ever been to. Oh, there's... I'm not a huge hockey person myself, mm-hmm. but I went to a Badger hockey game one time before, and I will say the environment that that Kohl Center brings mm-hmm. for the fans is it's one of a kind. Well, I'll make sure uh, I'll make sure whenever they pop up the kiss cam, I'll be sitting right next to you, Mason. Uh, Don't worry about it. 
Thanks. I, I, I look forward to it. Hopefully, <laughs> they do it when the other teams got the puck. Just a nice little kiss on the cheek. We'll, we'll, we'll head down there, myself. Wherever I sit, not next to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be like looking at each other all weird all day. Yes. Note to self: tear that ticket up. <laughs> so you you mentioned you like um, watching sports. Did you ever play any sports in high school or anything? I did not. Well, I shouldn't say that. I I did golf in high school. Um, I don't really. I golf now for fun. Okay. But I, that's kind of it. I didn't play it, as you can tell by my my muscular body that I have here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wasn't really built for sports, but I enjoy watching it. Okay. Mason Mason has more of a swimmer's physique. He has Probably. the V, you know, yeah. the swimmers. Yeah. Well, I was Don't never, let him fall. I was never real big, but dude, I, I could play football. I could hit people pretty good. I couldn't. I'm I'm fragile. <laughs> could you catch I'm the solid. ball? Oh yeah, Travis. Catch, yeah. throw, hit. Russ, I was a beast. I was a defensive lineman, so that's why I was. If I was, you want to go, you know, try a game, Mason, we can go. I, uh, there's I, snow on the ground, so it's soft outside. <laughs> so maybe, maybe later. <laughs> but if he slips and he falls on you, you're done. <laughs> Probably, but I was this size when I was like 15 years old, so I was good till I got up to the high school. And the other ones kept getting bigger, and I stayed the same size. <laughs> yeah, they were size of Russ here, so I was doomed. <laughs> and I can't run, you know, fast. So that was the end of the football. So you had like your heyday. Oh yeah, yeah, from like thirteen to <laughs> fifteen. Yeah, I was great. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and then I quit growing. <laughs> that's good. So uh, Mason, besides sports and stuff, um. I've heard um, that you're into charitable stuff. Like, can you tell me what you do with that? Sure. So I I'm trying to do volunteer work um, throughout the state, actually. I serve on a couple of different foundation boards that I'm on and state boards. So through that comes, obviously, volunteering time. Actually, this last weekend I was down in the Dells. Um, we had a quarterly meeting where we went through and did the operations review and that type of stuff. But in addition to like that, I also like to do volunteer work such as adopt a highway, um, go work at the Rotary Winter Lights, um, some of the same stuff that we do on Team Rail, but I do outside of the Team Rail environment as well. Just giving back to the state and the community is a kind of a big thing for me. That's awesome. Yeah, and that uh, Rotary drive through light, mm-hmm. are they starting to set that up now? Yeah, uh, they actually are. They are. Um, but yeah, it, I think it's actually mostly set up. I did two nights of volunteering there, one with rail and one without, and they're making some changes this year. It's going to be pretty cool. Have you ever been through it? Oh, yeah. 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 It, it's pretty cool. It, a lot of, I forgot how many thousands of light bulbs that they have, if not millions, but it, it's a big, big deal. They have live music and stuff like that, so... It's kind of cool being able to see both on the front end and the back end, like what when a person drives through, what it looks like before it's actually working and operating. Is it um, better to drive through or walk through that? Do you think? I personally like doing both. Um, since it's it is free, you take a can good or something like that to go through it. But uh, both offer a different experience. The drive through, obviously, you can tune into a radio and listen to the Christmas music that are tuned to the lights. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you walk through, you can actually sometimes listen to live music. They'll have like carolers and the high school bands come in and play music. So both experiences are great if you get the opportunity to do it. I highly recommend it. It's that classic like Christmas spirit mm-hmm. vibe going on. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the lights glisten really good off the snow that we got now, so. Makes yes. me want to go home and watch the Gremlins. <laughs> Not the Grinch? Sure, the Grinch too. 
Which one, the uh, the classic one or the Jim Carrey one? Oh, I would say well, Jim Carrey was pretty good. Then there's a newer Grinch even. Mm-hmm. Really there's new a newer one. one yeah, there hits oh. a more animated pretty good. one. Oh, I think they're all pretty good actually. I would agree with that one. Yeah. 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 Any plans for what are you what are you doing for uh, Christmas this year? Uh, usually spend it with family and friends. Um, do the Christmas with my parents and my brother and sister, and then um, usually go out to dinner with some friends and stuff like that, and have a game night. And same thing with New Year's. It's kind of a laid back, but yet still fun and engaging. So, how about you guys? We'll actually be uh, spending. Um, we'll be doing an early Christmas in Texas with uh, my wife's family. And then we'll be doing um, Christmas with my family up here in Wisconsin. So um, down there in Texas, they'll do a uh, um, everybody. They meet at Tana's, uh, my wife's parents' house, and um, we uh, everybody cooks their favorite dish. So it's not really like a traditional um, Christmas or Thanksgiving meal, it's just kind of a potluck type thing, and uh, then at my parents, it's um, it's a little more um, traditional, so. I heard you've been like, under uh, Texas so much, you can talk like you're from Texas. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, could you give us a sample? You don't want to. Mike, how about um, you on Christmas? Are you, are you going to give us, are you going to give us something or what? Well, I know which one he wants me to do, <laughs> but I don't think I should do it on a podcast. <laughs> Mike, what about you, Christmas? What, what you we got? go down to Georgia, mostly Georgia and Florida. I think you mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah, you we go down that. there every year. Um, You're going to bring me some peaches back. Absolutely. Not a lot. You don't need just a couple. No, no, no. I'll bring a whole bunch, yeah. Peach pie is better than just the peaches, though. Oh, and There's nothing oh, better than a fresh Georgia peach pie. Oh, there's nothing better than just a Georgia peach wrapped treat. Uh, that's yeah, true, too. True. But, yeah, pie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'll definitely. I'll bring a couple of probably a couple of cases back. Probably, I love them. Yeah, I'll buy, I'll I'll give you like whatever you pay for one of them, even. Right. If that if that's the case. Yeah, we go down there. Yeah. It was so funny though. I've been up here for a few years now, and we get down there. We're at the beach most of the time. We go to the beach and we rent a house or something, and because uh, we stay down there for you know ten days or so. And I'm out walking around on the beach, and my my little girl, you know, she's seven. She's been up here since she was pretty much born. This is all she knows. So we're out there. We're playing in the water, you know, in Florida. Prices are outstanding because nobody's on the beach, you know, except for us. And, you know, we got swimsuits on, playing in the water, and everybody's walking around with hats and scarves and jackets and gloves, and it's 73. And I was, and I'm like, it's so hot out here. So it's nice. I mean, the beaches are, they're very nice. Well, the wind can get cold, but the water usually yeah. stays decent. Enough. It's all right. I'm going to go outside right now. I like it hot. I like it when I'm at the beach. Yeah. In the air, I like that. Hot. Right. I like it hot. Like, how hot? Like, like what, summer. What's your like July. July. Yeah, okay. you know, July in the Caribbean. So like 90s. Oh. In 100s, 90s. Oh, oh, yeah. 190s, humid? Just well, laying around. Uh, yeah. Just laying around, yeah. On the beach, swimming. Yeah, that's what I like. I like I that Arizona heat that's nice and oh, dry. I do too. Vegas. <laughs> that, that dry yeah. heat that they always show that's crossbones. Mm-hmm. I do like that too. I took a trip down to South America on a little island outside of Panama, and it was 80, 85 degrees. The water is crystal blue. 
and everybody's sending me pictures up here with the snow everywhere and I'm like oh it's beautiful and I'm sending a picture of me sitting on a beach somewhere and this is fantastic that was the best Christmas ever yeah. that sounds great yeah. yeah that was fantastic you should do that yeah or the particular island I went to I don't think it was yeah, I think it was like $60 a day for everything it wasn't bad all inclusive it was sort of yeah it was just it was they don't really speak English and uh, it's just very affordable so I, I had a blast, you know. But there are there are some nice all-inclusive resorts, mm-hmm. and nobody you could tell like there wasn't a Disney World there, no no slaps at Disney World, but there was no no touristy things there. It was kind of like a, it was a, a it was no big buildings, no fancy buildings or anything, no Michelin star restaurants, right. Travis. But it was actually fantastic. I mean, uh, great food. Yeah. And nobody really knows about it, so it was it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes those places can be better. Yeah. I, I had a friend of mine that lived down that way, and, and they told me about it. That's how I found it. So it was great. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You ever watch, it's like watching those travel shows, and they kind of go off into, like, those really interesting places in, like, the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That's just awesome, you know. But you, you're, you're going to Texas here shortly, right, Travis? Any big plans? Go to Six Flags. That'll be fun. Have you been? There. Six Flags? Yeah. No, not there. Okay. But I've been to Six Flags. It's not. Just not that one. Not. Gotcha. Yeah. Mason, you ever been to Six Flags? I have not. You should go down to Atlanta and go to one down there. I'm not a big roller coaster fan. I'm more of like the swimming pool water slide type of a guy. We, we, went, uh, we went to the Six Flags. You've you been, Russ? When I was younger, yeah. yeah. We went to when uh, Walking Dead was real big, and they had uh, they had all the zombies walking around. And that was a we had a great. It was for Halloween that year. Oh, I remember. Uh, yeah. When I lived in Orlando, they would do that right. at Universal. It was a lot of fun. I hear that's a lot of fun. Universal. I've never been. Yeah, I had the year pass, the annual pass when mm-hmm. I was down in school. Oh, because you lived so, down there for a while, right? Yeah. So I I got plenty of uh, Universal. What part of Florida were you living in? Winter Park, so but close to University of Central Florida. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So Mason, your part of your job here is to do like all these trips and everything, plan some of these trips and stuff that we take or some of it, yeah. I do a lot of I manage our charitable governance committee. So we go through and that's kind of if it's tied to anything like that, it is. Otherwise we got the team rail events committee that does like the ice cream social and helps with the driver appreciation, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. But anything that's fundraising related, yeah. Uh, vacationed uh, somewhere down south. See, what I was trying to do is get rail to um, sponsor a trip to Italy because my wife wants to go. You know, awesome. So. I, I don't think that would work. We're you looking for new customers, right? right? But yeah, we're looking for new customers. <laughs> I can right? sell this. <laughs> well, if you figure out how to get a, a, a tractor-trailer combination over the oh, ocean, no. there's Italy. It, I'm sure there's Italian companies operating in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm sure. We just gotta find those, and then we gotta make it a make it business work, trip. So, yeah. yeah, business trip. Yeah, that's gotta be research and development or something. Ah, uh, we can. I'm sure we can figure out a way to make it work. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's kick this up the ladder and see what we can. Yeah. You think it'll work? You run with it, and I'll, I'll be right <laughs> behind you until they say no. <laughs> we we were hoping that you would lead the because. Ooh, um, I, I don't know. You're, you're better at this uh, than we are. Uh, that one I don't think I can quite swing. I don't. Travis, <laughs> <laughs> so we could have a lot of food over there in Italy. You think? Oh yeah. There's got to be some great restaurants over there. Pizza, pasta. Oh, they'd probably laugh at our pizza and pasta probably. over here. They'd be going, "Americans." 
There's a lot less cheese on the Italian one. Is it? That. Yeah. yeah. Have you, a have lot you less been to Trump's? the Italy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's like. I always wanted to go. That's one place I've never been. We're actually, yeah. We're, we got a cruise plan to go to uh, that area that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do like Pompeii mm-hmm. and uh, what is it? Barcelona. Like the Mediterranean. I hear the the Alaskan one is real good. Oh, the Alaskan yeah. cruise. That's yeah. what I've heard. We actually had a driver to come through here last week, and he was selling his house. He just got his truck, and he was selling his uh, his house. He was selling his car. He was single, and he was just going to work, you know, six months, and then he was going to take, you know, ten days off or whatever, two weeks off, and he was going to go cruise. And he was ra- he was adopted and raised by an older couple that love cruises, and at a y- early age they got this into his system. So now he's you know he's like 23 years old and all he loves is cruising. So he, he he's going to work for six months and then take two weeks off and he's going to pick a cruise and go somewhere. That sounds awesome. It's mm-hmm. I I've never been so I think it'd be awesome myself. I mean it sounds yeah. like you got a good plan. Yeah, we should. Uh... I think that'd be some good uh, team building. We all go on a cruise. And we work remotely on the cruise. Oh, I think that's yeah. a great yeah, idea. Yeah, we could do the podcast from there. Mm-hmm. What about this, Mason? Next year, you got to have a fundraiser, and the winner gets a cruise. There you go. See, I did your work for you, Mason. I'm not going to say no. That's a good idea, but you got to promise it brings in funds to cover the cost, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mason would get us a cruise to somewhere down in... <laughs> I, I don't know. Pick a place. Well, well, you know, the, the you Mississippi know. River. Yeah, cruise. Mississippi <laughs> River cruise. Yeah, it's like a. Like They're a, gonna go from Lacrosse to Dubuque. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you get a nice cruise and you put the podcast star on it. Yeah. Cruising with stars. We'd have to be there to <laughs> do autographs. To See, cruising with stars. Yeah, absolutely, we'd have to be there to do autographs for everybody. You know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think this sounds great. I think you can sell this, Mason. Yeah. The Mississippi River cruise, I might. <laughs> but the Alaskan one or the Hawaiian one, maybe not Is that, the, not is that so the gambling one where you go down a couple of hours and spend all your money? It's usually a, the one I'm thinking of. I think it's a dinner cruise on the old steam paddle boat ones. You yeah. can get in lacrosse. I think that's you can still, go. I think that would be kind of cool. Oh, I'd still like to do that. Sounds mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. There's also one in down by Louisville, um, the Belly of Louisville. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. That one I have been on. That one's That one's really cool. Especially around the October season, they light it all up and you go under the lit bridges. I'm, I'm game. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. We've got Road to do the podcast from it. Yeah. Live. Mm-hmm. Live. Live podcast. Yep. Think of all the good content we could do on the way down, too, of all the different things we could see and, like, talk about on the way down. I mean, that's 12 and a half hours in a car. That, that's a lot of talking time. Uh, you're not selling this anymore. <laughs> I'm thinking of, all I can think of is the Griswold uh <laughs> National Lampoon vacation thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are your future plans, Mason? What are you uh, aiming for in life? I think I'm going to say just kind of maintaining what I'm doing, keeping up the hard work, good work, um, and personally just kind of keep, I don't want to say stay afloat, but keep going. Um, my biggest thing is I like to be busy and staying busy is kind of who I am and how I've always been all the way through high school and all the way up to today I never really have a a down minute or second um so not that that really 100% answers your question but mainly kind of keep keep doing what I'm doing stay productive stay highly productive yep stay productive um and you guys keep talking about the boats and traveling and flying traveling is something that I really like to do both for work and not for work um so keeping my goal is to hit 
um, all the United States, and I think I got, I'm over halfway, so I got, I want to say I got 13 or 14 states left to hit. Do you get like a magnet? Do you get something from each state? I usually try to get either, I, I like the playing cards um, is one thing that I like, and then I also like getting the, sometimes it's either a keychain or a cup, anything that's not going to like expire or fade away. Um, and sometimes the, the you know how the cups have the, like that film or whatever you put on it and they peel off when you wash them and everyone reads the do not put in dishwasher but everyone still puts it in dishwasher I don't <laughs> I don't I, I'm the I person very, still puts it in I, I actually get upset with my wife because she puts it in the dishwasher and, <laughs> and I say don't it. put it in the dishwasher just wash it by hand mm-hmm. R- Russ Mason how old are you you said 23 yep What's your driving record look like? We've got a perfect gig that'll get you to see all 50-something <laughs> states. All 54 states I hear we have now. Uh, my driving record, <laughs> personally, is perfectly fine. I took the company car one time, and I want to say I was cornering. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really 100% familiar, but I leaned in, apparently, when I was going around the corner. How Just comfortable you feel around 73-foot worth of vehicle? Uh, 73 foot is yes. a little bit long, but mm-hmm. my family has horse trailers and stuff, so I have pulled with our, our Ford Dually and a horse trailer before that's like 35, 40 feet, I and think. you back that thing up? Mm-hmm. Hey. Have you ever thought about giving it a go? You know, just taking a... You know, I actually have. Um, mm-hmm. bet- either a, a, a tractor trailer driver like mm-hmm. that, or another one that I always thought would be kind of cool would be a coach bus driver. But I, I personally like to travel, but I like to be in the driver's seat too, and I, I, to your point, I think it would be a cool way to see the lot, a lot of the countryside mm-hmm. and get paid while doing it. That's even better yet. Um, did you get opportunity to drive in the trucks when you started? I did not. I've been inside of them. Mm-hmm. Um, at the first time I was actually in a rail truck while it was moving was actually during our company picnic. Okay. Our vice president of refrigerated customer service, Kevin Leaders, has mm-hmm. his CDL, and he actually drove them over there for us. So I was able to get in and actually, although it was only two miles or whatever mm-hmm. it was, but it was a neat experience. Um, well, if you ever get to where you don't have a spare moment, and I'm sure that's probably pretty rare, <laughs> come over there and give us a holler. And we won't take you out on the road, obviously, because you don't have a CDL. Mm-hmm. But we can definitely take you out there and show you the truck, hook up to a trailer, show you the backing maneuvers that they do. You, you, you might like it. <laughs> Maybe. I'll definitely come over. I'll, yeah. I'll make sure... That's one cool thing that uh, mm-hmm. everyone says they're busy, but they can always make time to do stuff. Right. So. It, it makes, you may see a different perspective when mm-hmm. you see, you know, what it takes to skill to, to learn how to do an alley dock or an offset or, you know, make a truck uh, turn around a corner properly. And you, you'd be surprised what all they have to learn. Oh, definitely. And that's one thing, even as I'm going through looking at some of, like I've been to some of our customer locations mm-hmm. and all I think is, man, our drivers are talented, and boy, are they got to be really good drivers to make it in here because there's no way I could ever do it. We, we could run him through close quarters out there. What's your <laughs> Oh, yes, let's do it. Day one, close yeah. quarters. <laughs> but I've never been behind the wheel. <laughs> oh, you get you get these guys teaching you. I think you could. Uh, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you'd sure probably be. Fine, yeah. Yep. If you want to meet us at 4.30 tomorrow morning. We'll Ooh. <laughs> that, that's a little early. He didn't have his cereal that time of the morning. <laughs> I tried to get Mason to get up early for that. <laughs> A sunrise picture. Uh, oh. <laughs> we we didn't need it though. Yeah. So I can be in early picture. morning if I have to be, mm-hmm. but yeah. 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 Now with the snow we didn't though. Have to be. Yeah, we didn't have to be. So. <laughs> with yours though, I, we had to get more than just me though. You and I and probably like a whole department to get oh, that yeah. picture. Yep. So yeah, I think that about winds it up, doesn't it, Travis? Uh, you got a good question for him, Russ? 
Um, uh. Ketchup on a hot dog? Yes or no? no? I am a no on the hot dog Ooh. debate. Ooh. I am more of a mustard person. You mean no as far as no, I will not have ketchup, right? I will not put ketchup <laughs> on a hot dog. Well, mustard's healthy. You got the turmeric, you know. Sure. It's tasty. It's more of a flavor thing. Did Roman put you up to this? No. He paid him. I think he paid him. Uh, mustard. Is, I'm calling for a He probably paid him in ketchup. In the name mm-hmm. of the, the, the present, the election just was over with recently. Uh, I'm calling for a recount. I think this was a rigged. Is your margin close? Yes. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's we're, we're so far slanted with ketchup. That's with? Meaning you want ketchup on the hot dog? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You live in oh. a world where most people want ketchup on the hot dog. Now, really? Now, the question is, I think we determined this last time, right, Travis, is it – Maybe it's the type of ketchup you had on it. Do you like ketchup on anything? I do like ketchup on some stuff, but I'm more of, the, of a hunt person. Or there's one that ends in gold, like Roma Gold or something mm-hmm. like that. Between those two are more of my favorite of ketchup. So I think that's probably what it is. He's just had the wrong ketchup on his hot dog. So would you put ketchup on a hot dog if it was, like, really good ketchup? Nope. What? He's just determined to be difficult. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He was paid. <laughs> He's been – this is rigged. Yeah. So. He was paid with ketchup. <laughs> no, nope, not that. That wouldn't be paid with ketchup. What about uh, sauerkraut on a hot dog? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. So sauerkraut on a hot dog? No. But cooked in sauerkraut? Yes. I personally don't like to eat the sauerkraut because of the texture, but I love the flavor of it. Oh, okay. So I can't actually eat it. But in terms of... So I don't know if it's at a yes or no. Where does that quite fit in your... Polling. That's neither. That's neither. Yeah, that's. Mm. Mm. Have you got that one before? No, no, I don't think so. No. And and just because it's something my uh, my wife likes to do. Um, what about mayonnaise on a hot dog or? Because that's, that's what she does. That's something wrong. Yeah. yeah. She's from Texas. I might try that mayonnaise and jalapenos on a no. hot dog. What she does is um, mayonnaise, cheese, and chili on. I hot dog. I would try that. Sour cream and chili. Yeah. And a hot dog. I like sour better. cream in the chili. Mm-hmm. Like if I have chili, yeah. we just had a cook off mm-hmm. recently and yeah. sour cream. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, let's get out of here. Okay. All right. I've had enough fun Mason, for one day. Mason, thank you for coming. Travis, thank thanks you. for helping. Russ. Russell. Mr. Parker. Yes, sir. Thank you for helping today. Thank you for having me. You guys keep listening. We'll keep bringing you wonderful new episodes. And if you have any feedback, you can always send it to who, Travis? Podcast at rail.net. I'm going to learn that one day. Thank you, guys. Keep on talking.